COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. We took votes about which questions were going to be asked. And I think 3 million people voted or 3.5 million people voted. I have to say that there, there was one question that was voted on that, that ranked fairly high, uh, and that was whether legalizing marijuana would improve uh, the economy <laughs> and job creation. And uh, you see uh, the people laughing. I don't know what this says about the online audience. Look at how dismissive <laughs> and smug he is about this. But I, I just want, uh, I don't want people to think that uh, this was a fairly popular question. We want to make sure that it was answered. Uh, the answer is no, the, the I don't think that is a good strategy I know to better than you. grow our economy. So, all right. Okay. I'm going to play another video to highlight the point I'm making. Let's do it.
What Thanks. do you listen to? Because I know she has to go. So what does Kamala Harris listen to? What were you What's listening to when you was high? <laughs> what was on? What song was that? Bizarre oh my laugh. goodness! Oh yeah, definitely Snoop. Uh huh. Uh, Tupac, Tupac for sure. Okay. What for you sure. listen to now? What's your favorite hip hop artist now? What's your favorite artist? You know, who I Tupac really did not come out until Cardi ninety ninety bars. I really do. Okay. I want some that time traveling uh, cannabis. I really do. <laughs> Everybody gets really <laughs> just jokes. Sometimes I just turn on "Be Careful of Me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a I, well, it's one of them. I just I think she's so fantastic. But there's so many. All right, so now now let's get to today's episode. So I'm going to we're going to have a fireside chat. So I'm going to bring down the video. So bear with us one sec. All right. Okay. So this is going to be more of a freewheeling episode right now. I haven't done one of these in a while. But I feel it's long overdue. And it's a topic that's been on my chest for past couple of days. Um, you know, um been wanting to get this episode out, but you know, been busy. I've I've had things come up with work. I've had, you know, my typical sort of arthritis issues or my typical sort of chronic pain flare-ups. So yes, I haven't been doing a lot of episodes in two weeks, but um I'm going to try to make up for it in the remainder in the in I'm going to try to make up for it in the in what remains of of December. So let's 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 get at it and do this pretty um let's do this episode that's been that I've been wanting to do for some time. Um so today's episode obviously is the boomers sold out the big three, Gen X, Millennials, and Zoomers for cheap to the drug war. And they did that. And then you want to know why I know they did that. We're going to, this is going to be a rant. We're, I'm going to go into a rant. So if you're, if you're boomer or boomer adjacent and you have sensitive ears and you don't, and, and you, um, you have sensitive ears and you don't, and you don't like people that are not politically correct this probably isn't the episode for you you can join me in the next episode i'm gonna rant i probably might swear so be prepared for that and um if 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 that's what you're okay with then stay tuned and stay posted because we are going to get very saucy today all right okay so the two clips that i just played for you and i could have played a clip from bill clinton too or or bush but, or, I mean, Trump, I couldn't because he didn't really do drugs. But those were two um, political leaders. Um, the the first one being former president and President 45. Um, no, no, President, no, 44. Obama was 44. Trump was 45, excuse me. So President 44, Barack Obama, um, when he was on the campaign trail, he was saying that he would legalize or decriminalize cannabis. And then when he was inaugurated and he got elected, he laughed at the idea and called it a ridiculous way to grow the economy, even though he admitted to inhaling frequently when he was in college. And he got kicked out of, and there was a story after his presidency that he got kicked out of Disneyland because he was getting high in Disneyland. Yet he laughs about legalizing marijuana and proceeds to continue to bust your butt for doing it for another three years. 
This is typical boomer mentality. I get to do stuff, but if if you if you Gen Xers, millennials, and Zoomers do it, I'm gonna lock your I'm gonna lock your butts up for doing it. I'm gonna lock your asses up for doing it. I'm gonna drop you like potatoes. I'm gonna mass incarcerate you. I'm gonna call you slackers. I, I remember what I remember them calling the Gen Xers that in the 1990s as a kid. I'm gonna call you slackers for doing the same stuff that I did in the 60s and 70s. I'm gonna call you slackers for for not wanting to bust your butt only for 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 um only for a title promotion and not not an economic promotion. I want you to bust your butt and take on the role of three or four people at, at various workplaces, and I'm not gonna pay you a dime more. You just gotta do it because it's your duty, dang it. I'm going to outsource the flipping jobs. I'm going to outsource all the jobs. Back in my day, people could could get a job, could get a job, could quit a job one after, could get a job in the morning and get another job that same afternoon. And I remember, and my mom said that, that that's how it used to be in the 1980s. You used to be able to quit a job and get another one that very next, that very freaking day. Yet with my generation, the... High-paying jobs are jobs that give you enough money to, to own a house. Those are those are hard to come by. Those are hard to come by. I've had people, I've had people in my friend group who who got STEM degrees who've had to work second jobs and third jobs because they want to be able to own a house someday. They want to be renters for the rest of their lives. They've had to take on second jobs in addition to their nine to five job that that going to college, like y'all told us to do. Um like we did that and we still couldn't find jobs. We still couldn't find jobs that pay us enough to be able to save for a down payment. And then you guys make the same flipping mistake with the flipping with 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 suckering us into another war. You suckered us into the Iraq war and the Afghanistan war. And that killed millions of civilians in the Middle East. And the very enemies that they said were the enemies, those people only got more powerful, and now America is leaving in disgrace. You guys made the same mistake twice. You suckered us into a war that you had no intention of flipping winning. Okay? You suckered us into a war that killed many people in my generation. Many people in my generation, when they saw 9-11 happen, they quit college. The, the oldest people in my generation were in college when, when those attacks happened. They quit college and then went to die for your BS war, which you had no intention of winning. It was just one big money grab and one big finesse. And then, again, I mean, with, that, with the other clip that I played, um, I played one of Kamala, of Kamala, Kamala Harris, our, our, our vice president, and she's, she's one of the last baby boomers. She's doing. She's running the same game that Obama did by 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 laughing off marijuana, calling, making it seem like only deadheads do it, only low lives do it. But then again, I did it in the eighties. I did it in the nineteen eighties. I had all the fun on the planet. But then when I became a district attorney, when I became an attorney general, I still locked people's butts for doing it, even though I got to do it with impunity in college. And this is why people don't like the boomers. And this is why they, this is why the big three hold them in contempt. This is why this is part of why I didn't I didn't like Kamala. I don't like hypocrites. I don't respect it. I don't respect a hypocrite. I can't vote for a hypocrite, and I didn't. This do as I say, not as I do. Drugs are drugs are bad, but it's not bad when I go and do it. I'm gonna continue to lock your ass for doing it. I'm going to laugh at marijuana. 
Yet when I have chronic pain in my 60s and 70s, I'm going to be at the dispensaries, even though I was blocking cannabis progress for decades. I want it legal, yet I'm going to be at these student, I'm going to be at these city council and these municipal council meetings, and I'm going to be going all nimby on everyone's butt. Okay, I'm going to be going nimby on everyone's ass. All right, I'm going to block dispensaries from opening in a particular municipality because I'm I'm worried about my quote unquote property values. Um, but I'm going to bum off my 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 son, daughter, niece, nephew that grow their own. Yet I'm going to block stores from opening in your in your municipality. Y'all invent technology. Y'all invent the internet. Y'all invent all this stuff. Yet you expect your kids to to bail you out of any technology issue you have. You refuse to learn to listen. You refuse to learn to use the darn thing because you think it's beneath you. And you call us entitled and infrastructure. The infrastructure in this country started rotting in the 1980s. And I learned that from a book um, called the generation of sociopaths about the boomers. But yeah, our infrastructure started declining in the 1980s. And now you can't get, you can't get two Democrats to approve a meager infrastructure bill to improve that infrastructure. That's communism. We don't want to create an entitlement mentality, even though you guys had the pick of the economy in the 1960s and 1970s. You can get any job you wanted. You could quit a job and get another one the same day. You could get you could buy a house on a single flipping income. You know, housing and apartments were, were only a fraction of your flipping income. You can you can rent a house on a on on, on next to nothing. Oh my God, the interest rates were so high in the seventies. Would you would a person rather pay twelve percent on a on on a mortgage that's seventy thousand bucks, or would you rather pay three percent on a mortgage that's eight hundred thousand bucks? That's that that's a question I've never heard. I've never heard the boomers like give a real answer to. You're expecting us to work three jobs to to afford. A, in places like California, the average house is a million bucks, so a down payment is like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. You're expecting a single person to be able, a single person that makes the median income, which I believe is fifty, fifty thousand a year or something like that. You're expecting them, a single person, to be able to toil away for no gain to to own a house. They're, they, it, the math is not going to add up for for someone like that owning a house. It's just not. Yet, yet you, yet I'm hearing all these articles from boomers saying that we're lying flat, that we're slackers, that we're not working hard enough. Well, maybe people my age don't see that the juice is worth the squeeze. Maybe we believe that if we work hard, we're still going to be eating cat food at 67. And the retirement age, the Social Security age used to be 65, but the boomers raised it to 67. And all of them are going to get retired at 67. Many of them have already done so. Yeah, they're probably going to inch up the age to 70. I won't be surprised if that happens. I'm going to be eating cat food in my 70s. I don't expect Social Security to flipping be there. And again, their lack of imagination. They had imagination in the 1960s and 70s. They were protesting the Vietnam War. They ended the draft to their credit. They got the voting age to be, to be from 21 to 18. That's another thing they accomplished to their, to their credit. But then this... this Improving the world and this sort of this 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 uh, this visionary mindset died in the 1980s because they they hit their 30s and their 40s and they wanted a payday. They did. 
So they voted for Reagan, who was who who outsourced the jobs, the factory jobs, who uh, made all these tropes about about the social safety net. Which again, I, I I know the stories. I know that I know that boomers got to get got to use the social safety net as single people. You used to, you used to be able to use get welfare as a single person um, prior to the 1990s, but and it's like boomers like oh my god, millennials don't work, Xers don't work. Boomers and Xers did not get the same level of welfare than the that the that the boomers got. So I don't want to hear it. I think we've worked harder than the boomers as uh, overall. Um, but it's again, it's that lack of imagination. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the drug warrior Reagan. He's going to ban the drugs that I freely did and I did with impunity. He's gonna ban that. My kids and my grandkids are gonna get locked up for that icky plant. I'm gonna piss clean. Um, because Reagan told me the drugs are bad and I'm a sheep now. Um, I'm going to vote for outsourcing. I'm going to vote for, um, the getting of welfare and the, you know, um, trade deals with, with, with Clinton, um, gutting a glass steagle, which makes it so like the banks can invest your money and, and, and tank the economy and use the economy as a personal credit card. Like we saw with the credit default swaps, they repealed glass steagle in the sixties. From the 30s through the 1980s, you had a paradigm called the New Deal. And, and, and politicians, either Democrat or Republican, were going along with this political and economic paradigm. The, the top corporations were taxed a very high tax rate. You know, they had the boomers had grew up with working institutions and they gutted those working institutions for the big three. They gutted those institutions starting with Gen X then the millennials and the zoomers they started they they gutted they gutted um they gutted schools teaching actual material anymore like teach teach schools when i when when i i would say this really caught wind in the 2000s but i would say it started under bill clinton but i would say it really caught it really really caught wind under bush um the teaching to a test like i remember when the the test wasn't as emphasized but when i i would say by third or fourth grade like the test like like standardized tests were everything what we got on those tests was everything it was high stakes like the teachers and i probably shouldn't be saying this but like i'm like i'm not gonna go into the whole story but like i would have teachers like when i was there like when i was in grade school like like try to hint try to give me hints at the answer so that they can keep their jobs like that 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 was common this high state teaching the test this twisting arms to get the the exam scores that the school and the district needs to get that all started with them it did you know they took they took shop out of the classes they they took home economics out of the classes because the kids have to be taught to a test and then they get mad that we don't have useful skills like and then and and I don't want to ramble on for too long, so I'm going to I will I'm gonna leave off off with this. So I think what the big three are so mad at with this is that they won't admit that they won't admit fault. They won't admit that they messed up with with, with supporting the drug war and and locking up their kids and grandkids. They won't admit it. They won't twist arms to get to get Biden to to to, to undo his mistakes of the drug war. They won't do that. They don't even like again with, with with politics and stuff with Bernie like like 
Like, again, every boomer, most boomers that I talked to, they called him unrealistic. They called him pie in the sky. They called him a socialist, even though he's just a mild social Democrat in any other Western country. And then in, in Europe, he would be considered a conservative, Bernie. You know, we, we grew up with things like Blue's Clues and Barney. We grew up with things teaching us to be empathetic and to, to care about others and to be considerate of others. Yeah, when we try to act that out as, as adults, we get told we're pie in the sky. We get told we're dirty, we're dirty, entitled people protesting for nothing. See Occupy Wall Street. We get told that, that us wanting housing that we can afford. Again, let me, let me give another example with housing. The house that I grew up with was was $60,000. That same house is is 300,000 bucks now. But again, it's like what gets me the mo- what's the most infuriating is that these older people they don't even want to fight for the big 3 to have to have a fair shake. They don't even want to fight for them to have those to have to be able to own a house on one income or to be able to to stay at a job for 20 years and continue to get decent pay raises or to get pensions. Pensions have gone the way of the dodo bird for the big three. They don't even want us to have the things they had. That's the most heartbreaking thing about the boomers and nonsense. But I don't want to drag this episode out too long. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. I can be found on Instagram at underscore I am Sativa and on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay Medicaid, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV. 
nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.